This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk of Football Friday. That means one thing. It's the coach in the house, Preston O'Neill, former Blue Raider, longtime Blue Raider coach, and other stops across America. How are you? Where are you in America this week, Preston? I'm in East Memphis, Tennessee this morning, working my way home on a nasty, well, you know, just been raining, been raining. Okay, all right. Uh, well, hey, you know, we're the last week of um, high school football, Preston, and um, lo and behold, uh, well, we got a team playing for a title uh, tomorrow night in Oakland. And, boy, did they put a whooping on Marable or what? Yes, they did. That was uh, that was quite a surprise that they uh, – they ended up beating them as bad as they did. The score yeah. was a surprise. And I tell you, uh, of course, I watched the game. It was on TV. They, uh, I mean, they just really, from the opening kickoff, just methodically decimated them. Um, you know, beat them up front, took care of the football, which we talked about, and um, – uh, their talent level was clearly uh, several notches above, and I'm like you. I, I thought I thought they'd win. I think I picked them to win by two touchdowns. Did not pick them to win 49 to seven. No, I don't think anybody thought the game would uh, be that uh, decided by that amount of points. Sure that uh, we expect, as we all did. I know you and I did. Expected another Donnybrook between two of the premier uh, programs, not only in the state of Tennessee, but in the United States. And um, I guess the the challenge now for Oakland, the big challenge get, is always getting past Maribel. They've been able to do that at home. They've not been able to do it on the road. And I'm all, I'm you know, I'm not stepping out on a, a little twig. Um, they're going to be in that same spot next year. They're going to go to Maryville. But Oakland, as loaded as they are now, they're going to be loaded again next year. But when I say that, and I bring that up because um, we always say the winner of that game is going to win the state championship. 
Well, Oakland's won that game before and did not win a state championship. Um, you face a Brentwood team now that you beat 37 to nothing a few weeks ago, albeit that game was put together late, not a lot of game planning. And if there's a guy that can make his team believe they can win a rematch and come up with a scheme to win a rematch, it would be Ron Crawford. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see how both teams perform with uh, a full week of preparation time. As you said, this that, the earlier game was uh, uh, put together on short notice. Uh, obviously, from that previous game, Oakland has the better athletes and the better team. Uh, but it only takes one time, Monty. And that's where the guys that really can motivate their team do a fantastic job of getting them to believe that, hey, it just takes one night and we've got it in. And then you do have a scheme that's involved. Uh, And then you've got that uh, uh, motivation problem where you just beat the team that you struggle getting by every year, and now you've got to go play a team in the championship that you beat 37 to nothing earlier in the year. you got to make them believe that, hey, this isn't going to be the same thing. And we've got uh, we've gotten this far this year. There is one more step to complete our goal for the, for the year, and we got to put it together and play the high level one more time. And, yeah, and if you're Coach Creasy and his staff, you got to do. You got to be a salesman this week. You got to convince them kids that what happened several weeks ago doesn't matter. They're obviously playing good football. They've beaten good teams to get here, like we've beaten good teams to get here. And you know, you're dealing with fifteen to seventeen, eighteen year old kids. My my dad taught me a long time ago that you know there are a lot of people that uh, can be geniuses with X's and O's. The difference between average and great are those coaches that can find a way to motivate their players and get them to play at a high level. Uh, You know, Coach Donnelly did a phenomenal job week to week in knowing that his job was to motivate the staff and the players. And he was constantly working on that. Uh, You know, when you watch Nick Saban, uh, he's always talking about, hey, we got to improve. Here's some things we got to improve. We were sloppy in this area. Now, he celebrates Big Vic, uh, but he's always talking about, hey, he does, you know, when you work for him, it's got to be perfect all the time. So, you know, Coach Creasy got a lot of experience. Uh, this is not his first rodeo. Sure, he's very skilled at getting his kids ready to play, and, and but he's got a tough job this week. Yeah, and um, again, you know, I mean, from a talent standpoint, Oakland has got so many gifted athletes, and you know, and um, you know, they won without Victor Stevenson last week, who's kind of does it all for the Patriots, whether it's in the return game, the passing game, whether he's at quarterback, at defensive back, and um, I tell you one thing, Oakland's been able to do this year. They've had a lot of injuries that, you know, aren't necessarily well-documented. 
uh, they really developed a lot of depth. And you look on the defense side side of the ball, I think they've got ten starters that are coming back next year. So, um, you know, the, the talent level is no question. But you still got to go out there and execute for 48 minutes. And I'm sure he would like to get off to a good start like he did last week. Um, you know, if you're Brentwood, uh, you you know, you're thinking, hey, um, if, if you get the ball, let's go get some points. Uh, defensively, if you're, if you're on that side of the ball first, hey, let's get a stop. And, and you know, if you're Brentwood, you're trying to – just put in, put in, and plant a seed where there's just a little doubt there. Ooh, we are in Oakland's mind where they're like, ooh, we are playing a different team this time. Yeah, I mean, uh, Coach Crawford is spending a lot of time. I think you know, hey, look, this is what we did last time. Here's where we can improve. This is how we're going to adjust to do this. Uh, you know, he said he's got a lot of knowledge about the X's and O's. And he'll be using that knowledge to show them ways that they can get better, how they can improve, and that the first game was was not a representation of what kind of football team they have. Uh, but there's still going to be that doubt in those kids' minds. They got beat 37 to nothing. Yeah, they got to erase a doubt in their own minds. You know, uh, people have always, you know, well, they ran up the score or, you know, what, what – Look, folks, when you beat somebody bad, I don't care what you do. The next time they replay, they remember. You can talk all that you want, but they remember. Now, if the game starts out very positive for Brentwood and they get excited and get some momentum in the early punt, you know, Oakland could very well be in for a uh, long night and a good battle. But if it happens the other way, and Oakland gets the running in the first half and gets has some success. They'll have a hard time believing uh, on the Brentwood sideline, and yeah. that's just human nature, money. Yeah, Oakland gets up a couple scores, uh, game's over. You know, Brent, Brentwood's got to keep it, you know, close. Uh, in my, you know, in my opinion, and you know, it's funny. I was talking to a guy the other night that played at Riverdale um, back in the day. Played under Coach Rankin. And he goes, man, he goes, if we played a rematch game in the playoffs, he goes, that week of practice, you would have thought we were, it was back in August. We got put through the ringer because he was not going to let us be overconfident. He goes, we were so pissed off at him and our coaches <laughs> that week that we are going to take it out on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, motivation um, – I guess every coach, you know, you talked about Coach Donnelly, every coach motivates in a different way. Um, so it'll be interesting to see um, what tricks up the sleeve uh, Coach Creasy has this week. Right. And Coach Coach Crawford, both. I yep. know one thing that's not in question. That's the service you get at Jerry Potts Auto, 615-7662. Hey, that was, that was a great, that was great. Good way to sub that in there. You like that, did you? Perfect timing. All righty, you listen to All Sports Talk. The coach, Preston O'Neill, joining us today. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906 
That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. Dr. Craig McCabe. Brighten up your face and make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. Get rid of brown splotches, red marks on our face, as well as fine lines and wrinkles. Look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. On Heritage Park Drive, behind SunTrust Bank. As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas's chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States, and you can order that soup online at demasfamilykitchen.com. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, funeral pre-planner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. What a weekend of local sports we've got coming up for you. It starts with the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner. Tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, it's followed by MTCS Cougar Corner. And then some special conversation with Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy to get us ready for Oakland versus Brentwood in the Blue Cross Bowl. Saturday night, 6.30 airtime, 7 o'clock for the kickoff from Cookville. And Oakland is in the state championship game. On Sunday, we've got Middle Tennessee football as they host UAB, 12 o'clock pregame coverage. We've also got coverage of basketball for you throughout the day. Be sure to check WGNSSports.com and click on the on-air button. That's where you'll see all of the broadcast plans that we've got. Some of it's changing due to COVID-19, so be sure to check there to keep up with the very latest. I'm Brian Barrett, and that's sports. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill, on a football Friday. Uh, Tim Tackett subbed for me yesterday. I did want to mention. Kudos to and congratulations to Coach Nick McDevitt, MTSU 
Uh, takes down Murray State, 78-61. Probably one of the bigger wins uh, that Coach McDevitt's had here. Javante Milner-Chris with 19. Donovan Sims, 13. Uh, Dontrell Schuler 12. Jordan Davis, 10. Blue Raiders shot 55% in the second half. So anytime you can beat Murray State in hoops, Preston, it's a good W. That's a good W for the Blue Raiders. They needed that. All right, this weekend schedule is, oh, it's been crazy. Um, last week, MTSU was supposed to play FAU, could not due to COVID issues. Uh, the Blue Raiders were scheduled to play um, UAB on Sunday. Some people say, why would you play Sunday, go against the NFL? Well, they scheduled that game for COVID protocol. And um, unfortunately, it looked like it was looking like Preston MTSU was only going to have about 49 players due to injuries and COVID. Uh, so MTSU uh, canceled that game. And I would say that's probably the end of their season. Yeah, I'm sure that, uh, you know, even with. You know, the no restrictions for getting into a bowl game and the fact that a number of the bowl games aren't going to be played, you know, I'd say that's probably the end of it, too. You know, and it ended in the manner that, you know, money the whole year's been about. We'll see the best we can do, we'll do what we can, and then COVID cancels your last two games. You know, the Big Ten... Uh, the Big Ten sitting there with egg on their face. They delayed the start in the Pac-12. Delayed the start, delayed the start. Now they're back playing, and uh, as predicted, the COVID numbers are rapidly rising as we get back into flu season, and they're going to have a hard time. You know, the next three weeks in trying to get these playoff games in or these championship games in and – finish out the season is going to be difficult for everybody. And, you know, they did the um, uh, the college football playoff rankings uh, the other night, and uh, Kirk uh, Herbstreet alluded to the fact that uh, Mi- Michigan could opt out and keep um, Ohio State from playing for the championship, which in essence – would um, end their hopes of going to the playoffs. And, um, you know, you're, um, I don't know if Michigan's going to do that or not. Um, uh, it certainly um, sheds a light on some things, though, doesn't it? Well, yeah. Herb Street, Kirk might have wanted to uh, rethink his position a little bit before blurting that out since he is a uh, Ohio State alumni. And uh, he immediately after making that comment uh, apologized for it when the Michigan ADs come after him. So, you know, it's just stirring the bucket, giving the news, giving people something to uh, talk about. And we're all setting on everybody's words so that, hey, you know, uh, let's have something to report and let's start the bucket and see what's up. So, 
but the bottom line is, uh, do you have enough players? And can you meet the protocol? And are you going to be able to uh, have enough games to qualify to get in? So uh, it'll be interesting to see. You know, impression. I think you know. You watch the games. I watch the games. Um, Ohio State definitely passes the eye test. Uh, they they are one of the top four teams in the country, probably. But yeah. that being said, you can't play five or six games and be in the playoffs. You know that's that's your league's that's your league's fault for starting late. Yeah. You know the SEC. They've had to cancel games, but they started on time. Or they didn't even start on time. They started in September, um, middle of late, later part of September. But mm-hmm. they had built-in windows to make games up. So um, the SEC, um, they were on top of it. So was the Big Twelve. So was the ACC. Now we'll get into the ACC right now kind of a different um, situation. Um, This is from a CBSSports.com article. Um, The commissioner of the SEC, Greg Sankey, uh, made some pretty strong uh, case for his conference Wednesday, um, citing that his league will play all of its regular season games. This after the ACC this week, canceled games for its best two teams, that being Notre Dame and Clemson, in order to make it easier for them to advance to the league championship game. And if Clemson wins, more than likely earn multiple bids. The ACC's move raised eyebrows around the sport when it um, canceled games um, for both those teams. The AC said... It was made to, quote, preserve the integrity of the league championship. Um, The SEC commissioner, Greg Sankey, had another view, quote, I was surprised to see the announcement. It begs one question. If their two most highly ranked teams were, for instance, ranked fifth and sixth in the rankings, would this decision have been made? Your thoughts on that? Uh. Money, everybody's playing games. You know, uh, you have to look at the whole picture. The, the ACC commissioner is in charge of doing what's best for the ACC. Uh, there could have been some COVID issues involved with that. And uh, in doing what is in best interest of the ACC, and Notre Dame and Clemson are – Looks to me like the best teams in the country. They're going to play the championship game. That's what everybody wants to see. I mean, I don't think anybody really cares about seeing Georgia, Georgia Tech, Clemson, Georgia Tech. It's a nice game, but Georgia Tech's not competitive. Uh, Do I wish that the purity of the game would always be uh, the number one concern? We play the games. We see how it works out. This is unusual times. 
And uh, not everything's going to go just according to what we would expect. Am I disappointed that, you know, they may have manipulated the system so they could? Yeah, I am. In a, in a sense, in the purest form of opinion. But uh, that isn't how the world works. So, you know, he's doing what's best. Let's let's return. Let's let's reverse the situation. Let's say Alabama and Texas A and M. Do you think the SEC commissioner might have made the same decision? You know, it's all it's all relative, my friends. Well, um, more than likely, we're going to have Alabama and um, um, Florida, um, which. Um, Right now, it doesn't look like anybody can hold a candle Alabama, at least stop them um, offensively. Um, but let's say, let's say Florida plays them close, um, gets beat. Let's say Clemson beats Notre Dame. Um, I think Notre Dame's in, in my opinion, unless they just lay a massive bag and get beat, you know, 50 to 6, because quite frankly, right now, um, Notre Dame's got the best win in college football. They do. And uh, it's winter go home for Clemson. I don't know that it's winter go home for Alabama. It's definitely not, as you just described, winter go home for Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame and Alabama have put themselves in a position that if they get beat in the championship game, they still have an opportunity. Uh, to get in. Yeah. Ohio State uh, get beat in the championship game with no more games than they played. I don't, you know, I think they're out. I think they'll move up A&M or Florida or, or Florida's win or go home. They got to win the conference championship game to get in. You know, A&M's in a unique spot there at number five. Um, of course, they got to go to Auburn this week. Um, so that's a huge game for them. Yes. Huge. They've improved probably as much as anybody uh, from the part of the year to this point. Uh, they've, come, they've got a better football team. Uh, so, yeah, if they could dominate Auburn and win, and, and uh, by, you know, they need to win impressively. They're going to continue to, uh, you know, make noise about getting in. But somebody in front of them is going to have to get beat for them to get in. Yeah. Oh, I think if you're if you're the Floridas and Auburns, um, even maybe even Ohio State, the number of games they played. Of course, if they keep winning, they're going to be fine. Um, you're really pulling for Notre Dame to win again against Clemson, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Clemson gets beat by Notre Dame twice. They're out. Yeah, I think they're out. All righty. You know, you got two losses. Uh, you're not – you get beat by – be one or two of the best, you know, number one or number two in the country. And, hey, you can't beat them twice, you're out. And so Florida, A&M, yeah, they're all pulling for them. You know, they're pulling for anybody who plays against Ohio State. But Ohio State needs to play, and they need to win. Because I think any loss by Ohio State, which I really don't think – it's going to happen. They're out. 
You're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. And Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. It's picked up quite a bit, actually, in the last few minutes on 24 East, coming out of Davidson County, back into Rutherford. As you continue 24, towards Coffee County, Manchester, watch your speed. Stop and go out here on Sam Ridley. Pretty much on schedule there, headed back towards Smyrna, and up and down Memorial is crowded as well. Sleep with the sharks in the grown-up atmosphere at Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies, December 26. All the details now at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time track. If you're not waking up to the wake up bro here's what you've been missing you think we're way out there yes <laughs> <laughs> don't miss the wake up bro with john brian and dalton weekday mornings from six until swap and shop in rutherford county you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on i'm state farm agent bud morris here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance call me today at 615-893-1417 Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play by play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up today? Well, good afternoon, everybody. Excitement is buzzing around Middle Tennessee's Lady Raiders as they anxiously await the start of the 2021 season. 
The Lady Raiders received seven votes in this season's first USA Today coaches poll, good for 33rd in the country. They were supposed to start their campaign with a November 25th showdown in Murfreesboro against number 5 Louisville, but that game and the next one on November 29th against Vanderbilt had to be postponed due to COVID-19. As a reminder, fans currently are not being allowed inside the Murphy Center for basketball games. Despite having to wait a little longer than expected to begin their quest for a Conference USA Championship, Middle Tennessee head coach Rick Ensel is excited about his team and for good reasons. He goes, we have a team coming back that's pretty experienced and we've been able to accomplish a lot of things this season. The Lady Raiders were picked during the preseason by Conference USA's coaches to win the league this year, while redshirt junior guard Anastasia Hayes was named preseason player of the year. Her sister, sophomore guard Aislinn Hayes, was also picked on the preseason All-Conference USA team. Along with the Hayes sisters, Middle Tennessee has a lot of pieces returning from what was a very talented team last year that finished 21-9 and and 13-5 and in Conference USA. The Lady Raiders lost sharpshooter Taylor Sutton and Kaya Turner to transfer and last year's senior sensation Charity Savage to graduation, but everybody else is back. Sophomore Courtney Whitson, who started all 30 games last year as a freshman, returns after averaging 6.9 points and 5.5 rebounds a game. She'll be joined in the post by Rella Booth, a former McDonald's All-American MVP who only played in seven games for Middle a year ago. So, Middle Tennessee ready to start the schedule up again this Sunday it will be Belmont 5:30 tip is the time at Murphy Center and we look uh, forward to you joining Dick Palmer and Dwayne Hickey on the radio broadcast beginning with the pregame show at 5 p.m. on the men's side still some buzz from Wednesday night the Blue Raiders racing past Murray State in the second half. Middle got the win 78-61. It was quite a different feeling for Middle than a year ago when they lost at Murray 85-52. That is an exact 50-point turnaround in one year. The Racers went into the game coming off of a 173-95 win over Division Three Greenville, and the momentum looked to be carrying on early with they them having the lead. The Blue Raiders then got the lead at halftime, uh, by halftime, and never looked back. They put the hammer down in the second half and won by 17. Coming up next, Monday night, Chattanooga in town. The Scrappy Mocks at 6 o'clock. Kyle Turnham and myself will have that broadcast beginning at 5.30 p.m. All right. Turning to football, Middle Tennessee's home Conference USA game that had been scheduled to face UAB on Sunday canceled due to injuries, COVID-19, and contact tracing within the Blue Raider program. What is up for uh, Conference USA this weekend? Well, last night it was Louisiana Tech defeating the uh, defeating North Texas down in Denton, and coming up this week it will be Marshall at Akron and uh, also uh, it will be uh, a game on Sunday between Charlotte and uh, Western Kentucky that will be on Sunday so uh, a lot to, this is we'll, we'll find out whether or not for sure there is another game for the Blue Raiders or not right now not looking that way but the conference office says they will put out next weekend's schedule by no later 
than Sunday. All right, be listening on this Sunday when Lady Raider basketball tips off with Dick Palmer and Dwayne Hickey at 5 o'clock right here on the Blue Raider Network. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. Uh, Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you next week and remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. Brought to you by Jerry Potts Auto Care. You need that ride winterized. What's that number, Preston? 615-867-6622. Okay, uh, Preston, in the coaching realm of things, Vanderbilt, um, uh, another SEC school making a change. As Derek Mason is out. Uh, your thoughts about that? And it's COVID. Uh, my thoughts, you know, the, the mouse is – Spinning the wheel and the same thing over and over again at Vanderbilt. You know, they uh, hired James Franklin. He did what was not the norm. He won games and made Vanderbilt uh, competitive. Derek Mason was not able to continue that, you know, he wasn't able to continue down that path and went back to what they normally do. So, uh, you know, they decided it was time to move on. It'll be interesting to see who they hire. But that's a tough, tough job. Yeah, there's several names being bannered around, and, you know, you don't know who's interested and not interested. And that'll, that'll sort itself out. Let me ask you about the Sarah Fuller situation, the uh, young lady that um, became the first um, uh, female to play in a Power 5 game. She did kick off. Um I think he had a kick down to about the 35, a little squibber. Um, did not get an opportunity to kick an extra point or a field goal because Vanderbilt couldn't move the football. Um, my old buddy Larry Woody um, joins us. He called it a poli- – of course, Larry's old school. He called it a publicity stunt. You know, I don't know if that's the case or not. Um, I mean, it's, it, it shines a positive light on women and their um, – in their desire to play sports. Um, I, I highly disagree on her becoming, being the co, uh, SEC specialist of the week. Um, I, I don't think that was right. I mean, she kicked off once and it was a squib kick, but, um, did shine some light, um, uh, on um, the university, uh, your thoughts about that one? Well, I, 
thought it was pretty creative. Uh, and listening to Derek Mason's interview about how that came about, he and the women's soccer cl- uh, coach were friends. He had a problem. Uh, they couldn't hold tryouts due to COVID, and uh, the women's soccer coach suggested her to come try. She earned the job from her performance. Uh, they felt like they could live with it. Uh, I would have been much more excited if she'd have been able to attempt an extra point of field goal and, and see how that worked. But, you know, it's a nice story, Mom. It was a nice uh, change and, and some positive light compared to whatever everything else was going on. So more power to her. You know, she had to play like a girl on the back of her helmet and, I thought that was more about the rest of her teammates than her. Yeah, and, you know, um, I think it was more um, – I don't think it was about her as much as it was, hey, respect women as college athletes. Uh, you know, they work as hard and practice as hard and train as hard as anybody does. Yeah. So, more power to her, you know. I hope she gets – the. You know, if it works out and she can score to an extra point or field goal, I think that'd be really cool. Of course, they um, Vanderbilt at Georgia this week, so um, they she may not get an opportunity this week if they couldn't move the football against Missouri. I'd say her uh, odds of scoring points versus Georgia, <laughs> I'd, I'd hate to see what the line was. <laughs> in Vegas on that. Will she score? You know, might get some pretty good odds. Yeah, exactly. Will you score? Um, all right, this weekend, um, as we said, MTSU's football game canceled. Oakland tonight against Brentwood. On Sunday, the Lady Raiders face Belmont at 5.30. And Monday, MTSU's men uh, will face Chattanooga. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break and be right back. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. Sir Pizza strives for excellence in everything that they do and can't wait to see the smile on your face. Dine in, delivery, and carry out on East Main, Memorial, and South Church. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Parks Auction, we handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. 
Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. Brought to you by Jerry Potts Auto Care. Preston, one more time. How about that number? 615-867-6622. You know, you were talking about bowl games earlier. There will be some bowl games. I don't know which ones won't be held. Um, um, Obviously, it was announced this week. The Sun Bowl will not be played. Um, That's in El Paso, and they've had a lot of COVID issues. Preston, be the first time since 1935 that that bowl game will not be played. And uh, that just kind of tells you uh, the climate in which we're living right now. That's exactly right, Money. You know, what I have read about the bowl games, uh, in particular the article uh, about the Music City Bowl in Nashville, you know, that they were considering teams in close proximity of Nashville so they could bring them in, play the game, and get them out in a short period of time. And then, and, and my it's like, why would you play the game? I mean, the, the bowl game, other than the playoffs, is an opportunity for teams to celebrate their success. Uh, yeah, they're practicing. Uh, yes, they want to play well. But there's also some fun activities that go along with it. I mean, these guys are going to be – these guys are going to get treated like Coach Majors did or my dad did back in the 50s when they went to a bowl game. You're going to do nothing but practice and go to the hotel. And so, you know, they're not going to have any fun. It, it, it's, uh, it's back to the old days. So, uh, anyway, it's just crazy watching all this go on. All right, uh, Conference USA this week. Again, the Blue Raiders game canceled. Um, We've got um, tonight Southern Miss at UTEP. That's probably going to get canceled. Rice at Marshall, FIU at Charlotte, FAU at Georgia Southern, and UAB at MTSU. And uh, I saw something uh, yesterday morning, Preston, kind of interesting. Coastal Carolina, which is undefeated, uh, was supposed to play Liberty, which is undefeated. Uh, evidently, Liberty's got some issues, not going to be able to play the game. So now Coastal Carolina and BYU are going to play one another. And what a great game for both of them. They're both undefeated. They're trying to get a New Year's Day bowl. So uh, good creative scheduling on their part. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh you know, and, and it's cool that as late in the week as it took place that they were both willing to do that. Uh, that's got to be uh, inhumane cruelty on the coaching staff to be preparing for a game. Uh, I'm sure they were told way before that uh, anybody else knew that, hey, dude, start getting two game plans together. Uh Get one for Liberty. It looks like they're not going to be able to play and start getting ready for BYU. There's some long nights associated with that. Uh, And, (laughs) whew, I'm glad that's not me. All right, you want to make some picks? Sure, sure. How did I do last week? Uh, You didn't. The Roadrunners got me again, didn't they? Yeah. I'm done with the Roadrunners. Okay, well, you're 14 games back. You're needing all the bowl games to be played that can be played. It's a COVID year, Monty. 
All right. We'll start with Conference USA. Uh, Rice at Marshall. I'm taking Marshall. Marshall. FIU at Charlotte. I'm taking Charlotte. Charlotte. It's an interesting one. FAU at Georgia Southern. I'm taking Georgia Southern. You know, I'm going to take the Owls. Go get them. I'm going to take the Owls. All right. Let me get to some other games here. Florida at Tennessee. (laughs) Florida. Gators. Do you really think they'd fire Jeremy Pruitt? No, not this year. Okay. Next year, yes. I agree. Um, Texas A&M at Auburn. I'm taking A&M. I am too. Arkansas at Missouri. Uh, give me the Razorbacks. All right, I'm going to take Missouri. They're playing pretty well themselves. They are. Uh, South Carolina at Kentucky. I'm taking the Wildcats. I'm taking the Wildcats, too. All right. Uh, Vanderbilt at Georgia. Uh, Bulldogs. I'm with you. And, boy, what a difference a year makes. Alabama minus 28 and a half at LSU. I'm taking Alabama. Money, I'm going old school. Leonard's loser, LSU. All right, let's see what else we got here. Indiana at Wisconsin. Man, I like Indiana. I think Wisconsin's struggling a little bit. Uh, even though the home team, I don't think there's a lot of advantage because nobody's in the nobody's in the stadium. So <coughs> I'm going to take the Hoosier. <coughs> All right. Well, see, I've done a little show prep, Preston. I'm going to take Wisconsin. Indiana's quarterback's out for the year. And he's and he's a dandy. He is a dandy. <laughs> I'm gonna re- I'm gonna take your show prep and take the Badgers. <laughs> All righty, uh, Clemson at Virginia Tech. Oh, Clemson. <coughs> Taking Clemson. Maribel. I'm uh, not Maribel. Oakland and Brentwood. I'm taking Oakland. I think they're I think they're as as good as come through in a long time. Ron will do a great job preparing them. I think the game will be closer, but uh, I think Oakland will, will take care of business. I'm with you, Preston. Patriots win uh, another state championship second in three years. All right, buddy. Good talk to you as always. We'll see you next week. You got it, big boy. That's the coach, Preston O'Neill. Join us today, brought to you each week by Jerry Potts Auto Care. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next time. 